0: Yeah. Do, <laughs> do you know what Shaquille means?
1: Honestly, I th- I think this is gonna sound like a lie, but I'm pretty sure it means handsome. Shut up. <laughs> okay, I've just Shut go- up. I've just googled it. Is it? does it say?
2: Shaquille is an Islamic name. It means little. What? Oh my! <laughs> no, that sure is
0: joke. No. You could not be more wrong. Loose change, bitch. I got some loose change.
1: Hi hi guys, so we are here for ep three of two slash three. Are we counting the are we counting the pilot? I think we should.
0: Yeah, man. It was a good episode. It was a good episode. I think we had some funny and interesting stories in there. But it's good to see you both again.
2: Yeah, man.
1: Yeah, how are you both doing? Both recently had birthdays.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was my birthday yesterday. Happy birthday Timmy Thank you. Belated, bro. Um I think the amount of birthdays in November is unreasonable.
0: Scorpio's all over the place yeah <laughs>
2: i've had a I've had a birthday every day of the month so far, and I can think of another five for the the
0: remainder it's just that time, obviously we discussed this in the recent pod yeah um we don't have to delve into the reasons why but <laughs> <laughs> but, but loads of well most most of my friends are like all born around september october November, December
1: this is just remind me of this really weird fact. And shout out Jordan for for telling me this. I think I know what
2: you're gonna say, but I'll let you say
1: it. it I, I can't remember the exact numbers, but it's something like in a room of like 50 people, the <laughs> chances of two of those people sharing the same birthday is th- is like crazy high. Really? So yeah, yeah. I need to actually look up what the exact numbers. Oh right,
2: I thought you I thought you were gonna talk about um like the year in which people are born. So I I can't remember the exact um. Kind of stat off the top of my head, but basically in the book Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell, I
0: listened to that recently.
2: Yeah, he talks about how cutoff dates are super important. So, because in the UK the academic cutoff um, month is September, people who are born closer to September in the year yeah. chronologically are way more likely to, I think, it's earn more. But also, it's like
0: it's in sports as well. Like yeah, if, yeah, you're, yeah. if you're born on a certain date, you get put with. Uh, you could be the oldest in a younger category, That's and therefore it. you excel loads. Yeah, it, That's it makes it. a lot of
1: sense because yeah. I'm September, right? September baby. So you're, you're going to be I'm prime minister. I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I could probably be almost a year older than some people in the same school year as me.
0: Yeah. And Shaq, by the way, I'll tell you this um, insight into our friendship is notoriously good at board games. Mm. Now we know why.
1: <laughs> right. So I've just looked up this this fact that I was saying. Yeah. So it's called the birthday paradox slash the birthday problem, and Basically, in a random group of twenty-three people, there's a fifty percent chance that two people have the same birthday. Fifty? That's mad. I don't understand it. That's
0: Yeah, it's mental. That's baffling. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Why are the odds like so high? I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a mathematician. I certainly am not. How's your how are you with numbers?
2: I'm okay. I mean Sh-
0: should probably shouldn't disclose this, but um am it's not my strong point. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um yeah, that is a very, very high percentage. Um, I know two people with my birthday. I I said happy birthday to them both.
0: Mad.
1: What about you, Nias? How was your birthday?
0: It was good, man. Like, um, I was actually like weirdly apprehensive about it this year. Um, yeah, so I was like kind of like keeping it low key. Um, and twenty eight in it, like, which is fine.
1: Officially late twenties.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but although like I'm more comfortable with 28 than like 27 was like, wow, we're fully over the hill. <laughs> um, but it was actually really, really nice. So um, my family organized a surprise for me, which is why you can probably see some balloons everywhere. And it was, and I honestly, remember we spoke about surprises and how I always clock. Um, for the first time ever, I just had no idea. Nice. And um, we, so my cousin actually was like, so apparently they were planning in like a family group chat with all of my aunties and my cousins. Um and my family members, and my brother, and my, si- my sister as well. And um, they were like, how do we get him out of the house, right? <laughs> so, uh, But not make it bait. And my, one of my aunties was like, oh, just like to tell him my cousin, like, just go for a coffee. He was like, I don't even drink coffee. That's a terrible <laughs> idea. Mm-hmm. So, But we we trained together in the gym. So I just thought it was a completely normal thing. He was like, oh, bro, let's go and do a session together. And apparently within that hour and a half that we were gone, my whole family activated and all arrived here at the same time and just decorated the whole it's house. Very organised. Yeah, and which is crazy. And I think the craziest thing yeah. is for my family not to give it away because I spent time with like them in the week leading up. And I came and I turned up and I was completely overwhelmed, but obviously very grateful. Um, so, yeah, it was a really nice birthday in the end.
1: Yeah, your brother um, messaged me about it. Did he, he? Yeah, yeah, because he was like, oh, we plan on doing the surprise thing. And he has like, do you know if he's got any plans at the weekend? So that's why I message you like, oh, oh really are doing for your birthday? <laughs> yeah. You got any plans? Oh, that's jokes. Though. That's
0: really nice. And then on, um, on Sunday, I went to see my sister who just started university. So she's at Oxford, the brain box. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Um, and yeah, so she's just started like a month ago. It's really nice. She seems to be settling in. Um, and Oxford is just a very picturesque place. It's very autumnal anyway. Um, So it was really nice to go and see her. It's ridiculous though. Like, I look at her accommodation, (laughs) compare it to ours. It's a pain. Yes, yes. Like the colleges and stuff. You're just like, this place, it stinks of privilege.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I remember when I went to university, I was looking at the different accommodations at Warwick, where I went. I just did a um, sort by price, lowest (laughs) lowest to highest. Just pick the cheapest accommodation I possibly could. The man, corridor in our accommodation was so narrow two people couldn't walk abreast down it.
0: No way. Yeah, that sounds
2: horrible, bro. It had its own charm. It's sort of like a sort of slamming it up. For the first <laughs> time. Did you like Warwick? I did. Yeah, it's a really nice uni. It's um, it's a campus uni though. So yeah,
0: you can't you can't diss Coventry too much with our native Coventry local here. It's fine. I don't mind. <laughs>
1: So I feel like today we have to get the conversation started with uh, that meta stuff that yeah we yeah yeah we're yeah. talking about on the last episode. So I'm not gonna lie, I had no idea what you're talking about, Niaz.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are the chances that and I get validated yeah. by that massive
1: announcement? Yeah, then literally a few days later, Facebook come out and announced that they're no longer going to be called Facebook or the parent companies It's now be Meta. Facebook. Have
0: you seen it on Instagram as well? It comes up as Meta's come met- up for me. Yeah, yeah, it comes up as Meta now. No, no, what's that? It's like so you know for Instagram it was obviously owned by facebook yeah when you log in um on your home screen it says powered by meta or it says oh, meta, right? see. yeah it's mental so they're already putting the branding out um but apparently it's because zuck has forecasted that uh the money from like ad revenue is going to dry up for all businesses so loads of businesses are going to change so he's like getting a head start on the metaverse
1: um so what is the metaverse is going to be uh like digital place where you can put yeah. your yourself
0: so uh, uh Shaq's trying to describe that and he can't keep a straight face <laughs> so it sounds ridiculous and i'm not going to like claim to be like an expert but um I, I know a little bit about it we should probably get Yax on to speak about it because he's he's our he's our tech nerd obviously um he's a friend of ours um runs tech translations um but the metaverse is it's a description of what's gonna be the new version of the internet, basically. Because, um, and it's basically where people are gonna go um, to socialize much in the same way, the way our generation changed how we socialize with social media. And like, we're suddenly like able to like communicate with thousands of people, hundreds of people, uh, and have like a larger network than other people would have done because they're tangibly socializing. The metaverse is gonna be a way through like advances in technology, um, right now it's like people just think, oh, people are just gonna go there for gaming and just turn up and like be really like weird and nerdy and just like talk in chat rooms. It might be that for a bit, but it's literally gonna be the way people now like um, conduct all aspects of interaction, um, and that's through like augmented reality, like through virtual reality and things like that. It will gen like it, it, like within like ten years, of these things become very normal because of like. Uh, the pace of change but you you can imagine like now we're obviously having like virtual calls all the time and And, like people might be like having like global calls suddenly with what do you call it holograms and stuff like it's all very like possible it's like a black mirror episode that we're about to walk into
2: um yes i've just i've just searched it on the internet the metaverse is a a loosely defined is loosely defined as an extensive online world where people interact via digital avatars companies like meta platforms inc you know facebook inc have touted plans to develop metaverse experiences services and hardware i think if you look at its substance over form the metaverse already exists i guess we all met in the metaverse yeah. Um, yeah yeah it's a low fidelity version of it um if we could make an analogy if the metaverse is like a telephone then maybe we're using the two cups and a string version of it
0: but yeah 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 that's a good that's a good way to illustrate the,
2: um Yeah, we met digitally and we interacted via emojis and lives and Zoom calls and stuff. And then we're here now in real life.
0: Yeah. So it's not to be taken lightly, though. Like, uh, I don't mean to get like dystopian on everyone, Mm -hmm. but um, so and because Disney just announced today, I don't know when when, when this gets released, Disney announced today that they're going to be investing in creating their own metaverse as well. I think... we think of the metaverse as like, oh, it's going to be this one big place that everyone goes to like play. It's going to take a while to figure out, but I won't get too deep into this, but basically there's... Go, go, go deep. <laughs> so it's with the um, advancement of the new iteration of the World Wide Web. So currently we're in what people call Web 2. Mm-hmm. Um, Web 1 was basically like, you know, when computers were just a bunch of pages of information, like Wikipedia, basically all connected together. And then web two came with things like Google, Facebook, like everything which allowed us to have, and with like Java being developed, which meant that you could have um, more dynamic pages uh, with embedded like videos and stuff like that. um, And other things there. getting to where we are now, which is still web two, sorry, which is still web two. Um, But web two has now has its problems because it's basically where uh, basically the age of the internet we're in is where our our data is being harvested by these massive companies and then they're basically engineering all of our habits whether we know it or not and then web 3 is meant to be what's called uh, what's going to become or people are predicting uh, a tokenized economy and that's where we take back control of our data and it's a lot more decentralized and companies like Facebook or Google, or the new versions of whoever these like massive behemoths are going to be, are going to have to almost pay for for our data and our and our sort of like habits and to market to us. So that's a very like whirlwind way. And in that Web three version, where we own more of our data rather than it being harvested from us, um, is also like adjacent to like the
1: metaverse happening. What I want to know is, am I going to be able to fly in the metaverse? <laughs> That be a thing.
0: Is that what you pick for your avatar to make sure that you can fly? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking obviously when you saw the advert or the announcement from um Mark Zuckerberg, who's incredibly creepy by the way. Did yeah, you see that yeah. one point where he like his tried eyes to do, smile he doesn't, he doesn't blink? It's like he, he ge- I generally think it might be a robot. <laughs> like a super intelligent robot sent back from the future or something. I don't know. But yeah, cause it, it was all look very like like game gamified yeah, of, wasn't yeah it? like someone else was a different like avatar and stuff
0: yeah so so that's the thing so the version of it that we're at now it's easy to sort of just like poke fun at and like it is a bit like silly and like it's a bit like gamey but so i'm going to use an example of like my cousin who's um he just turned 17 right and this is mental like and um he was saying that he'd never been to oxford street bearing in mind we live in and around East London um and he'd London <laughs> um and London um and he he was like I've never been to Oxford Street or he's never been past a certain point and I was like what are you talking like when we were like 15 16 like it was we wanted to just sort of like get out and explore and he was like and he's not a weird kid he's actually a very like he's a popular kid like he's he's, he's into his sports he's very intelligent um he's an excellent gamer but he was like yeah me and my mates we just they just never socially developed that way they didn't have to because they just all met up on when they game together online and it will change people behaviorally where there's probably going to be a preference not to meet people in person and then slowly like years down the line but with the facilitation of the metaverse people will be like oh like i can't be asked let's just hologram
1: yeah i mean Living in London as well, it costs costs you £5 pound just to leave the house. So yeah, bro. You can definitely see more and more people doing that.
0: Yeah, it's mental.
2: I think that it's important to pay attention to new technologies and yeah. particularly when behaviours from later generations become normalised. So like what you're talking about with your 17-year-old yeah. cousin, I think it's very important to pay attention to that because one of my favourite quotes is, Bill Gates on the internet in 1993 and uh, when asked about the internet he said yeah we're aware of the internet we're not interested in it (laughs) (laughs) and um, I think when back in 1993 no one possibly could have forecasted that the internet would you know there would be one of the most popular websites in the world would be a website in which you can share basically sentences yeah and like Leave hearts on them and retweet them, and that presidents would be communicating yeah, yeah. via this sort of website. So, I do think it's important to keep an open mind as to the d- direction the world can go in. I just think that there's just so much to reality. Yeah. Like, we know less about what's in the world's oceans than we know about outer space. yes yeah, mental. And we're kind of going to leave, if we're going to leave reality behind seems a bit sad
0: yeah i see i don't again like i i want to sort of add an air of skepticism because i think like by our very sort of tangible nature uh, we need real interaction um i think it's going to be i think people are gonna this there's going to be a proliferation of people reinventing themselves in this augmented world and then there's going to be a kind of like what happens on social media um yeah i think that's going to be like exaggerated a lot more but yeah, to
2: I'm, gonna, I'm
1: gonna make myself six foot <laughs> <laughs> but to,
2: to to run the risk of deepening the conversation myself and to also run the risk of sounding like morpheus what is real <laughs> do you know what i mean like if what we perceive as real is just electrical impulses in our brain then all you need is an electrical electrical impulse um high fidelity enough to convince you that what you're
1: seeing and experiencing is real. That's scary man so do you think with things like nfts they'll become more popular because yep. you know in your house in the metaverse you can have your yeah like original picasso nft yeah,
0: on the yeah wall. <laughs> he's cracking up saying that but yeah i think so i think that's like part so the, N- the nfts are, are meant to be um almost like a product of like w- and a vision into like what the metaverse is going to be and and like the value that you can derive from it but i think nfts um non fungible tokens, um we have associated with like digital art, but actually it can be um like digital anything. It can be a digital product. And apparently again it's all about taking back control, taking back control. Because um, mm-hmm. apparently NFTs, the, the real driver behind them is that it, it creates scarcity again. So it so for example for music at the moment is in disarray, right? Because artists are like I get nothing for the thing that I've made um and again it's the whole like the current iteration of like everything that we're in is about things being taken from us and and the user and sometimes a creator being exploited but the the metaverse is kind of like decentralizing all of that from like big power stations by that i mean like um a spotify or a facebook having all the power and then and then you you really have no control over it the metaverse is meant to be um in an idealistic sense i think um somewhere where uh that power is a lot more decentralized and everyone has a bit more ownership about what they do which is why shaq in that world you can be six foot or more like i could have wings timmy you could be shorter <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are your thoughts on nfts is i just really don't understand them at all um, yeah. and i saw something the other day on twitter that i thought <coughs> was pretty accurate and they're basically just saying that they've just found a way to like monetize like super fan culture basically. yeah you know if you love like um david beckham for example mm. there's a david some david beckham nft you just charge someone you know thousands of pounds to buy it mm. but in actual fact what have they they really bought
0: yeah it's like it's. so i, I was listening to a podcast about this um by ezra klein and he was talking with he's a he's a skeptic and um, he was talking to like an NFT expert, someone who's really driving it. And he was just saying, like, what's the difference between someone just like taking a picture of the digital thing and and keeping it and you having an NFT? And she used the example of, well, you can go and take a picture of the Mona Lisa, but you don't have the Mona Lisa. Right. And um, people ultimately, I think, derive value from things based on like what other people so like attribute value to. But again, she used the scarcity point. She goes, that particular piece is the original. And if it ever gets used or licensed again, obviously we're just thinking of art, so it's not the best example. But if it was music, for example, you would know exactly where it's been used and you can then find a way of like reimbursing yourself. So if you think about like a blockchain, um, the way it works is you, we because it's like a, uh, a decentralized um, uh, network of computers so everything everything that happens that goes through that system is picked up in the code so uh, it's completely auditable so the same way if someone uses your music there's no way of hiding it and therefore with like future infrastructure there's no way of you not making money from the thing that you own and made i quite like it for
2: memes yeah but i, I, w-
0: I f- wouldn't i wouldn't buy any yet myself but i know people making sh- like
2: shit loads of money from. i feel it. like I feel like I um I owe Kayode Iwumi some money. <laughs> you know, the guy who plays R S.
0: Because <laughs> of the amount of times you've yeah, used this meme. Whenever
2: I say anything clever on WhatsApp, I have to just follow it up with the Kayode Iwumi meme. The R S meme.
1: That meme is legendary. I um a, a little tip, if you want to steal some NFT, then just right click. Okay save us <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. that is joke you've got that piece for yourself
0: <laughs> i think you've just broken the whole system with that but yeah i don't know man like metaverse all this like futurism uh, i can't claim to like be an expert but i definitely think it's worth keeping it keeping an ear on the ground and like agree not just like laughing it off entirely but i'm also like a skeptic enough to be like uh, i'm not ready to double just yet because i don't fully understand it yeah um but i do think the noise is getting too loud to like yeah. completely ignore it
2: keep an eye on new technology but also understand that no one has any idea how something will be utilized at the infancy of a technology
0: yeah exactly and i think that's i think it's more like the potential of like where things can go everything is very descriptive at the moment um so we don't know man but yeah see you in the metaverse baby
2: <laughs> um I had a question for you both Yeah, sure. it's on a diff- slightly different topic and it's just on um, like the newest kind of flagship phones have come out for the for the big brands so yeah Google's released their, their Pixel 6 and Apple's released their kind of 13 budget and high-end devices and how do you guys deal with just the the annualization of technology and Keeping up and and like you've just gotten a new laptop. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just looking at you like, oh yeah. I want to get the latest laptop. Yeah, like, you've got yeah. the ports. I don't have the. Ports. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean like how how do you guys deal with that?
1: I uh, basically just ignore it to be honest. Look so at like, look I've at never, the price of things. <laughs> I've never like had the latest phone. I think probably always like at least one behind when mm-hmm. it comes to the comes to the iPhone. Yeah. So just saying, what's the <clears throat> what's the point? You know, right. I, I've Gonna splash out this much money, yeah, for them to just release a new phone next year. Anyway, you know I'm never gonna be able to keep up, so yeah, just get a phone that's reasonably priced and then run it into the ground. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm quite, I'm quite, e- I'm quite easy to market to. I'm becoming, I'm trying to become more like Shaq but um, I have some friends who terrible influence. So like one of my best mates, Jordan, uh, he'll know he's just like he just loves tech, and I used to live with him, and um whenever I saw him like get the latest iPhone and we normally like ran upgrades around the same time I'd try and like hold off um and then I'd like see him playing on it and just it's always just the camera quality that does it for you though like there's nothing else really like obviously they are like much improved um and I'd be like no no, I'm getting it I'm getting it and I'd it's funny you say this because I've literally just today been like looking at tariffs of like the new iPhone but I was like I, I can't do it like I'm not gonna so I think I've got better at just being like Unless I really need it, and obviously for us, it, there's a different purpose now. As like when you're creating content, of like course it of helps. Course, and like yeah, yeah, your your phone is like your most accessible computer. Yep. Um. So I understand, but with things like obviously I bought the new Mac, but I didn't upgrade my MacBook for ten years, almost mm-hmm. ten years. Um. So yeah, unless I've told myself, unless there's like a creative use for it,
2: allow that to be my justification. Otherwise, I I, I can kind of ignore it a bit. I'm I'm a shack. I I tend to get the penultimate thing, so I have the penultimate. Actually, no, I'm two iPhones behind now, um, and I'm I've am I'm, I'm on the Android side because I've got, I've got both. Um, yeah, I'm one or two Android like Google phones behind. The one thing that's very difficult for me to do that method with though is games consoles. Oh really? So um, I don't have a PS5. I was a friend's house that has a PS5 and while the graphics aren't, I would say that much better than the PS4. Um,
1: that could probably that could be down to the TV as well. I reckon if you had had like a proper high end brand new, like, like 4K, 4K K TV, yeah, yeah, true, 4K, probably true, probably
2: true. Um, but even it, even like because us when we were growing up, we saw like the the change from PS1 to yeah, like PS2. Um, and just the difference in graphical fidelity, but the the thing that is so good about the p s five is the controller
0: yeah, it is, yeah it does. It is,
2: ne- it is next level stuff
0: you've added a new word to my uh to my bank fidelity uh, I, I like the way you've used that word you <laughs> <laughs> um so ju- just a funny point, I just thought another reason like i I think about I can't do the whole like running a phone into the ground like we've got a friend no names um who's happy to do that and i just like, i went on holiday with him and i was just like staring at him trying to make his phone work and it was like iphone 6 or something yeah it gets to so point it, it was he was literally like as you typed like the letter would come up three seconds later and yeah, i was like
2: yeah. that would drive me insane yeah. like yeah. i don't know how you can like a, a slightly related point as well i, I went through a phase um two or three years ago where i tried to go back to nokia i was like Do you know what productivity i'm gonna go back to the i forgot, I, I got the retro banana phone oh really what's the and banana phone is that the one in the matrix it's got the flip down thing yeah oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yeah um i think it's at like 8110 or something like that um it was like either going to be that or the um the retro 30 3110 bro and you ju- you can't use yeah. it There's no touch screen <laughs> You're literally I tried to get into Gmail There's no touch screen It's just so buttons so,
0: And you have to press it a few times yeah. To get the letter you, Like you, how did we manage Yeah Yeah Yeah. It <laughs> was painful s- 6230i That was That was the phone of my childhood like, you, That's That that's That, that. With Snake No it was a bit It had Snake But it was a bit newer The 6230i And the 6230 basically That Just reminds me of 90s R&B <laughs> I
1: had the, um, the Sony Ericsson you know, oh the, the the Walkman yeah yeah and I remember as well like, See, you were specifically rich, asking like for it for my birthday I, I got a second hand off eBay, <laughs> but, um, for like the camera I was like yeah I want a camera phone I've obviously been like 11 like yeah. yeah I really want a camera phone and then the one that I got it was something like I don't know like a million pixels or something at yeah. the time you're like oh my god this is so sick <laughs> but if you imagine looking at one of those pictures now it'd be absolutely dreadful yeah, your eyes start bleeding Yeah. but
2: to loop it back um, just very briefly to the metaverse um type conversation i do think that something that's going to happen with the products we buy is we are just going to see less and less devices mm. i um googled discmans the other day and i was like wow like what's that a di- exactly well what you used to play cds on oh like a, like oh that
0: like yeah. with yeah. the with where you carry yeah. it when yeah, you carry the actual cd spinner yeah. in your yeah. pocket and you yeah. sit very still yeah otherwise <laughs>
2: Craig David's <laughs> literally gonna rewind <laughs> on um, Those
0: jokes, I haven't thought of one of them in. Yeah, ages. no, you look
2: at it as so antiquated, and you're just like, wow, this used to be the way that we used to consume music, and now we're completely deviceless. And I think that with phones, it's gonna get to a point where, like, when we're gonna be like, wow, you used to actually have a phone in your pocket, and you had to. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just gonna be an implant in your
1: brain. It's I think so. That's scary, man. Do you and
0: remember? Do you remember when like we first started getting music on our phones? And I, I do you remember the first Playing song at the back of the bus? Yeah, yeah so Do you remember the first song that you yes. had on your phone? Yeah. yeah. So
2: my, my mate had a Nokia Engage, so yeah. he had like the games on his phone as well. Yeah, yeah. And he set his um, ringtone to Sean
1: Paul's "Give Me the Light." That
0: w- <laughs> that was up there with one of the first actually that I had.
1: I, ha- I remember having uh, Neo. Yes, <laughs> I had so I had so sick. So sick yeah, was my I think, first song. I think it was. I think I had. It was either So Sick or Miss Independent.
0: No, no, it would be So Sick or Sexy Love.
1: Yeah, maybe Sexy Love, actually. Yeah, yeah. Miss Independent. Do you know, that's, yeah, that's something that I always think about, how back in the day, everyone wanted their ringtone to be a song. A song, yeah. And now and no, and no one <laughs> wants no it. Literally no one, but and everyone everyone's phones are silent. ringtone. Yeah. So someone's phone goes, oh, if everyone's looking around, like, is that you? I don't know. <laughs> like, is, it, is it you? Yeah, it's jokes. It's, it's crazy how much things change, like, culture.
0: That's why I'm just like, because we're very, because the pace of change of everything is like so much like more increased now. I just it's crazy, like it's mental to think like what everything's gonna be like in three years. True, but there we are. Like as and as a funny segue from that, financially how we could all be in three years. uh The outlook has changed quite significantly recently. Yeah. Um. So I actually and Shaq, I'm I'm kudos to you. I'm not gonna take credit for any of this information. I was just actually reviewing a narrative that shack wrote for um that's going to be published um about it was actually about like is the world running out of everything yeah um but it it touched on inflation um and um inflation at the moment uh is currently being forecast to be uh, above four percent for the next few years like that i think the quote literally was from the like from my like government statistics to, for the next few years it could be above four percent which in itself, would make it a ten-year high, um, but what that means for us is, where th- the the cost of things are going to go up so significantly that it's a real terms pay cut for all of us.
2: Yeah, I, I ran the numbers on it, and a an annualized four percent increase in prices after ten years results in a total increase of fifty percent. That's that
0: is mental yep. and like even looking at it on a year by year basis so let's say next year inflation is four percent unless your salary has increased by four percent f- you've had a you've had a four percent pay cut now mm. the reason for that is because the way inflation is calculated it's by um how the general cost of things of basket living, of goods basket of yeah. goods um goes up in value and um the price of things are predicted to go up by four percent that includes like your food um your petrol um like everyday sort of like expenditure. And I was just thinking and touching on the point that you just said, Shaq, about like just stepping out the door in London costs you money. <laughs> it's, it is mental. Just, just like, breathe in. Yeah, just <laughs> today I walked. So um, I just drove. Basically, I went on a walk in the morning. Like I have a morning walk and it was just so great. And then but I needed to record something. And I, and I like to go to like outdoor spaces. So I like drove to a park to park there for half an hour. I had to pay like a couple pounds and I was like I've literally just stepped out (laughs) like I've just I've stepped out and like those things sort of like accumulate um quite significantly um it's mental
2: like yeah so in real terms what that can mean is this is you know assuming that the four percent is sustained over a period like a decade if a flagship phone costs a thousand pounds this year then in 10 years time you can expect that exact same version of that phone to cost one and a half grand. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and you say, Nia's about if your um, pay rise is less than that then you're you're losing out you're basically taking a pay cut yeah and you think that like nhs workers yeah. other public sector workers they're yeah. being capped at like a pay rise yeah. of what like 3% yeah did you
0: did you see as well like sorry this is a bit of a um an adjacent point um again this isn't a political podcast but we can speak about anything like how ridiculous it was i think it was one of the mp's made a point about how because um, you know, all of this corruption stuff that's going yeah. on at the moment, and how certain like conservative MPs are fighting for their right to be able to basically be paid by um, external companies so that they can then sell them um, access yeah. to um, information and like influence basically. And this one MP was saying, How could you possibly? Expect me not to take on extra work if I'm only on eighty two grand. My my wife has to work full time, and we don't have any money for childcare. And then we were like, and that same MP voted um, down an increase um, in um,
1: universal credit. Yep, yeah, and and these same MPs that didn't want to feed um, Nurse, yeah. school children yeah. over the school holidays as well. I do think it's crazy. I think the hypocrisy, the yeah. I think the fact that and so as an MP, right, you're. Your job is to act is to be um, a representative of the people and yeah. you know the, your constituents in the area that you live in. So the fact that they should be being paid more than eighty two k is is ridiculous. And you know some of them are getting paid like hundreds of thousands of pounds a year yeah. for consulting work, which is the equivalent of about half a day's work a month. Yeah, and like you said, for companies so they basically lobby them. Like I saw one, I can't remember which MP it was. But he's like consulting for a mining company yeah and then he's on the cabinet like working in like yep. mining and trade so yeah it's it's, really it's, it's
0: literally codified corruption it's mental like um and it just feels like oh, we're living through like proper pantomime times like with with all of this happening um and the hypocrisy is just crazy like we're we're sort of like staring at you thinking what on earth is going on as if this is like being allowed to happen but again sort of like taking that back um we are quite i think there's a lot of like reliance on people just not knowing things and like people just just, like not really understanding how things happen and they just go with the flow and oh right things are a bit expensive now and like not really understanding like um i know most people don't actually understand what inflation is or what inflation means i didn't know until um, a few years ago really what it meant for me and i'm like quite like I've been university educated like in a corporate job and um well read and I didn't really understand what inflation meant so with this like crazy 10-year high predicted for inflation people on, on mass don't actually understand it it's hitting their bottom line directly they're going to be able to afford less the cost of living is going to go up significantly um, and sometimes I just think this has to be like a purposeful miseducation like
2: I think so uh, not meaning to get conspiratorial, but <laughs> I think, um, well, there's a line in um, The Social Dilemma by the main kind of tech guy that's in it. I think he's the ex-Facebook guy or something. Yeah, He says that, like, a sh- I'm paraphrasing him, but he says, it's a shame that we now live in a world where, um, like, with all this technology, where um, big tech just wants to make money off people scrolling on social media, yeah. like from ads. And I think for the financial industry, it is a shame that we've decided that we'd much rather live in a world where people didn't know much about money and paid loads of money in like interest and fees rather than being financially empowered and investing in stuff to make the world a better place. I think that second scenario sounds so much more powerful. Yeah, Everyone working together, everyone really empowered and everyone um, yet not... Succumbing so to yeah. the inertia you just mentioned, yes.
0: yeah. Yeah, true.
1: And another point with inflation as well is that um it just means that keeping your money in a bank account is yeah. pretty much pointless. Obviously n- not for things like an emergency fund yeah. or if you're saving or a short term saving goal, but if you have you know, a substantial amount of uh, money that you're not planning on using, you're keeping that in a savings account with your zero point five percent yeah. interest you're just going to be losing so much value on that year on year
0: yeah and i think for the f- not for the first time it's been like this for a while but it's certainly going to increase inflation risk is like a definite um, damage done to your savings now so an inflation risk is the risk of not investing in your savings being eroded away um I, I don't think there's ever been a time where it's been more important for you to understand um how and why you should invest your money not all of it but like if you do have um, the surplus wealth and savings and everyone should be looking to if they are looking to grow their wealth, um, they really should consider investing their money. Um, obviously, that can open up a minefield of its own. But I guess that's why we're around to make sure that people are educated properly. But it's it's crazy. Like, and, and the other thing that's um, mental is because I think the, the echo chamber that we operate in is we assume everyone's investing. But I speak to friends who have like even been like following millennial money for a while, following you for a while, Timmy, um, who have saved a lot of money. They're still like and they've wanted to invest for over a year now. They still haven't pulled the trigger because they're scared. They don't understand. Um, but the risks of not investing now are, is a guaranteed erosion of your money over a period of time by 4% or more. Um, so you are losing the real terms value of your wealth. Um, and I think even though that's quite a sharp point, um, and I'm not trying to sell any investments but that is something that people really should understand um, that yeah I think I think your way of like financially enfra- um, enfranchising yourself is to learn and understand and begin investing
2: yeah I think so for the money you do have definitely agree investing even small amounts um, can make a huge difference in the long run mm. but I think the other side to the piece is, getting your money up, like increasing your income. Um, And I think it's really important to to rate yourself, to literally be like, I can develop a skill in one or two areas and then I can charge fees for like a product or service. Every person, I believe, is is capable of doing that. If you just look at where the Venn diagram of what you're interested in and good at overlaps with what people want and need. Yeah. If you can combine those two things, you could be making an extra few hundred pound, extra grand a month. Yeah, I've seen so many people do that um, in the content creation space specifically over the past couple of years.
0: And there's a market for everything. Like you yeah. look at like the is it the the Mumstagram or the mummy yeah yeah the mummy
1: bloggers or something like the new young mums. That like there's a whole com- there's a community like everywhere. Um, I mean, everything like. Um, if you have a think about pages that have sprung up out of nowhere and just become really popular like I'm not really a big fan but like politics for all and news for all and all of that and they've got hundreds of thousands of followers I started following a page on Twitter today called Footy Scran (laughs) and basically they just tweet pictures of like different food that you get from all around (laughs) the country so at football stadiums so from like Premier League stadiums through to non-league so you have like some funny ones where it's just absolutely terrible food one, it was like cheesy chips, and it's actually chips with the, <laughs> a, like a <laughs> American, piece of American, American yeah, cheese yeah, on like top. that yeah. on. And then some of the places, like they just do really nice food, like um, just the food that you wouldn't like typically expect to yeah, get at yeah. a football game. So it's just something like so, yes, yeah, it starts like, off so, like so like silly. niche, yeah. But from that, you know, they can get thousands of followers, they're going to start getting yeah. endorsements from you know, maybe um, the caterers and, yeah. and football clubs themselves.
2: Yeah, it's a really good point. I think because of content. There is an infinite long tail, yeah, like on the internet now. 100%. And just for people who maybe haven't heard that phrase before, um, if you imagine like a graph, um, a line graph where, um, towards the left side to the beginning, you have it's like high up, but the further along the graph you go, the kind of the flatter the line becomes, yeah. and the lower down the line becomes. The internet, you know, I- on a platform the top people on that platform will be making most of the money. Mm. But because of content and because you can literally be like, I want to make a channel about, I don't know, yeah, food from around the, like um, fo- uh, football stadiums around, around the the country, there will be people who find that funny, find yeah. it engaging, and enough people will get to see it where yeah. you can make a living off it. And like, it won't be like millions and millions of pounds, but it'll still be enough Money so that you can outpace this four percent inflation that yeah. we're, we're yeah. dealing with.
1: And th- if you think about just like all of the out of context pages yeah. that you get now as well, literally for, for absolutely anything. So, yeah, th- the possibilities are literally endless on what you can do. Un- and I'm
2: limited. Yeah, co- I
0: think co- that's what I mean. Like content is king at the moment. Like, it's, and like as soon as you have, and people like. People that market or like marketing teams are interested in niche followings because it's a specific thing that they can yeah. target and you have access to that
2: um, across anything. You don't understand how like, oh, well, I don't know if my, my mom or my dad will hear this, but like how like sad I am to, because I, li- I watch a lot of YouTube, to go on YouTube and see gamers just like playing games and making money. Like well, I was-
0: You know, that's like, that's, th- they make the most and that's
2: where it all like started. Like- yeah. I I remember when I was coming up, it was like, go do your homework, stop playing video games. Now, I'm not saying that I shouldn't have done my homework, (laughs) but it's just like, yeah, like one of the things that the internet enabled was um, for you to just broadcast your hobbies and your personality. Like you don't even need to be good at games now. You just need to be likable as you play them or just have some sort of quirk or whatever. And people will watch and they'll leave comments and like you'll become almost like an online celebrity or personality in your own right, and, and people will actually tip you as well. So yes, yeah. yes, and people will get people give you like something. direct to the people who are your fans. They can give you because they've um they've like uh I don't know if it's like rolled out yet, but like you can now
1: give money. Is, is that, that, d- is, that what like Discord, is that
0: what Discord is?
1: So, no, so Discord is so you know Patreon, yeah, the company where basically allows you to yeah, get, monetize yeah um like content
0: and your fans can like pay you yeah. yeah
1: so discord i haven't actually used it personally but i so i'm a patron member for like an arsenal podcast yeah. and the discord is basically like a forum where you can go and, like post your own views and then you can engage with other people other patrons and also the content creators themselves it, look, it no. looks like slack ui oh, wise really?
0: yeah oh fair yeah. you know yeah man 2022 is a year of like expanding the content in it, we'll see maybe we'll start streaming
2: I think yeah. the very important thing to bear in mind as well um, when it comes to this content thing is there's no need to pigeonhole yourself so as you said in episode zero I think that when people meet you now they want to talk to you about money yeah obviously yeah. you've delivered a huge amount of value both you and Shaq through millennial money when it comes to finances but like you're a multi-dimensional person there's thank you other things (laughs) i am that i'm looking at you in 3d yeah right now (laughs) um yeah so there's like other things that you're both going to be interested in like you both mentioned football for example you might be interested in fashion yes shaq you might be interested you see how he said fashion for me (laughs) (laughs) um i need
1: to try hard. you might be interested
2: in tech shaq and like you can you can bring all these elements of your personality out one and two they're all related to finance anyway
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's no, no, fully um, correct with that to me. Um, uh, but I think the other thing that and sort of touching on the point that um, we've made a lot when we talk when we sort of like present in front of camera when we talk to people when we run workshops is Shaq and I from the moment we launched, we said we're not talking from an ivory tower. Like we have friends that know more about money than us. Right. But we come from a position of making so many financial mistakes and feeling like most people feel which is unqualified and like not really feeling like they can contribute to a conversation about money or understand money or feeling a bit stupid. And I think we were like, listen, like we are also the target audience. We we are the foolish ones too. Like, like we're sort of like talking um, um, at like on a level and being like, listen, but this is what we've learned and this is what can help. And we're in the same position. We're all peers, we're all sharing. Like, and one thing which I always quote is like a generationally unique experience. Um, and rather than us being like, look at me, I'm a financial advisor, here's some advice. No, like, we have made these mistakes, we've got into debt this way, sometimes I spend money like this, and sometimes I make fool- like foolish purchases like this, it's okay, this is what you can do. And I think people relate now to relatability, yeah. so that's what it is, like, even with that content, people can watch, like, elite level sport, um, or like, um, there's anything that anyone can do at an elite level but people actually like relating to someone who um, might be just starting out at a sport or or the journey of like just getting into something like I don't know you know one of the sidemen Bazinga he he basically uh, he became a gym shark athlete but he was previously very self-conscious about being overweight and everything and he's not got the body of a bodybuilder but he documented his journey of like losing weight and like and people just related to that and he's got like he's like really successful because they're like this is just a normal bloke like me who like had these insecurities like me and got good at something for himself like compared to his own ceiling like there's always going to be someone like better at you than almost at, um, at you than almost every at almost everything um but people want to be able to relate to people and I think that's what's been allowed to do with the advent of the internet
2: yeah and I think people are wiser to the whole like guru and and expert um, type persona because really like we're all united by the fact that the future is unfolding Mm. in front of everyone at the same rate no one knows what's going to happen tomorrow yeah uh, at all and I think that um The pandemic really showed that you know like everyone had to react to it in real time yeah and um no one was an expert yeah everyone was just figuring it out
0: it changed the world in 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 a massive way um there are (laughs) dangers to the internet and misinformation social media i know shaq you were mentioning earlier um,
1: oh yeah the i'm sure everyone with with an instagram would have seen it but the post a picture of your pet and then We'll plant a tree for everyone. Yeah, yeah, happened.
0: yeah. So I, I, I definitely, f- I don't have any pets to post pictures of, but I was like, this is nice. Th- yeah,
1: literally everyone, I reckon everyone on, that I follow on Instagram that had has a pet must have posted their pet, right? It was crazy. And um, I think it got to the point where millions of people had posted it. Like, did you see, see it, Timmy?
2: No, I missed that, but I don't have a pet either. So.
1: <laughs> but anyway, so everyone's posted on their story, millions of people. And then... Um, the company that started like the the trend or whatever, um, they're called like PlantASeed.com or something yeah. like that. Um, then put up a post being like, oh, like just so we can explain ourselves, we like started this trend and then we soon realised that we wouldn't be able to plant all of the trees that um, we promised. So you know, there's literally been like over six million um, <laughs> shares. <laughs> like, we have no way of planting six million trees. So like, no, we no, took no. we took down the sticker or whatever it was. After ten minutes, because we realised it was getting out of hand, like we still want to plant as many trees as possible. So, could you put pre- like like um, you can still help us by donating, and then we'll use all the money that you donate to then plant trees. So, so not only were people um, posting so many pictures, did not the donation
0: reach like millions? Like,
1: I'm not sure to be fair, but so people are posting doing these posts of their pets with the thing with the sticker. But then so many people also started sharing the post of this company, like this tiny company. I, I was one of them. Did you share
0: Because I, sh- I shared the post which said, um, Facebook haven't credited us for this. Can you please share this?
1: Yeah, and, and just being like, oh, like, please donate yeah. as well. Like, I we thought it was quite evangelical. Saw so, so many people doing that. And then one of our friends today shared a thread on Twitter. Basically some journalist being like, I found like, all of the journalism around this to be like really lazy. So I actually did some digging myself. And what he basically found out is like this company, like there's basically no no information exists on it. They claim to have planted six and a half thousand trees somewhere, but no information like where these trees were planted. He did a bit more digging and basically found out that this company that claims to plant trees, they actually just sell really cheap jewelry, but at a really <laughs> high market price. Right. So it's like jewelry probably costs like 50 cents to make American company. Yeah. They're selling it for like $30. Um, did a bit more digging it's just run by this one bloke who's like running it out of a frat house oh in Florida. And he's just pocketing all of the donations. No way. So I just thought it was really interesting because yeah, Surely people you, just, you get done for it. Like that's
0: just complete fraud.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so he has like another website as well, which also turned out to just be a bit of a scam. But it's just funny how people are just like sharing this so post ba- without so knowing bad. anything.
0: It's sad because it's sad when it's something nice like that. Yeah, which you look at and you think, Oh, the internet's quite a nice place sometimes. And then it just turns out it's all bullshit anyway. And actually, we're living in like a horror show.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, fully. Yeah, I, th- I think the takeaway from that is for people to do a bit more research before they start sharing. So I'm
0: yeah, I'm definitely guilty of that. Because I sort of like read through uh, the infographic. and I was like, this is really nice. And this company deserves credit. And I shared it. And then when I saw the thread. When he posted it earlier, I was like, "I'm not even gonna read through it because I'm one of those." But, but
1: to be fair, though, like I guess, how are people supposed to know? Like, unless mm. people see that post and then go, "Okay, well, let me look into this company." And like, there are websites you can use to like check if a company is likely to be fake. But yeah. should you really have to do that every time you yeah. do it? And if the media aren't reporting on it properly, then it's, you know you can't really be auditing everything that you're. Yeah, you
0: can't of. audit all of your decisions.
1: Yeah, it's mad. It was mental. Surprised you didn't see it though, Timmy. Did
0: have you not seen it at all, Timmy? no not seen it the the pictures of all the pets no mad what I, area of the internet are you in
1: just money j- just by myself
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um i did um over the weekend just gone so because i'm not m- a massive pet person i don't know if either you two yeah. are but um spend time at my cousin's house cousin and um, his partner and they have they have the loveliest dog, and like for the first time in my life, I was like, "Okay, I
1: get it. I understand my people, and <laughs> I have pets." Yeah, I definitely like to get a dog. I mean, it's a bit of it's a bit of hassle, though, isn't it?
0: Are you, um, so this is an interesting question. And people with dogs will just it splits and divides people. I like dogs, right? But a dog on a bed is oh
1: no way, man! A, but no, no but like a
0: lot of like, including friends of mine, white people. My dad. <laughs> um is
2: um yeah they they allow um dogs on their My my cousin does not allow this dog upstairs. Oh really? Yep. Um, and I think like I had to. So I when I say I I really really bonded with this dog. Like the f- from the minute like dogs don't really regard me. I don't really regard them from. But from the minute I got into the house it like ran towards me and like jumped up and it seemed to like know who I was. Yeah. It seemed it, like the dogs saw you on Insta Probably. <laughs> the dog, pet insurance tips. <laughs> the, 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 the dogs like saw me for who I am. And like, whenever I came into the room or whenever like I was like, Oh, Ted, come here, Ted. He would like come to me. Yeah. So like we bought, like I almost feel like Ted isn't a dog. He's just like a cool dude. I and mean, we just had it. Yeah, man. yeah.
1: Did you, Do you think that you've, could be swayed then to have a dog in the future
2: i think so because the other thing that i liked was like the first time i'd taken a dog out on a walk and you sort of unlock this additional tier of society yeah yeah yeah, th- yeah, yeah. yeah. because your dog wants to sniff all the other dogs butts right yeah so you it's quite disarming as well when you have a small dog yeah and yeah and like i was like wow so this is like i felt like do you know have you seen the youtube videos where you got like people with color blindness and then they wear the yeah. glasses that allow them to see color yeah. yeah so they're experiencing something new for the first time i sort of felt like that where it, i was it. experiencing like oh this is what it's like to be a dog owner so if you're someone who maybe didn't have a lot of friends or was quite shy you mm. can just go out with a dog yeah. and then all of a sudden you're just talking to all these extra people who i um normally would just walk past yeah
1: i i know that that some people really hate that aspect of having a dog like i know one Small person talk. with a dog yeah she said she every time she goes out like' to, oh like so like how long you had him like, yeah, what breed yeah, is he? yeah i think I think it could get a bit it old is. after a while but i I completely agree it's like a nice like introduction to like this new like society this is, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, the yeah. new
0: this is the new uh middle class <laughs> <laughs> his, his
1: uh, here where I live, there's like a patch of grass, and whenever I go for a walk, like my route takes me past this little area and o- there's just always a congregation of like 10 plus dog owners Their dogs are all just yeah. running wild yeah i never understood that but i get it now like
2: it, i
0: would it is like having a small child though and mm. so one of one of my friends uh recently got a puppy him and his girlfriend um and like we had arranged plans the group of us for uh, i think like he had actually arranged the plans like and bought tickets to this event like um weeks before and then on the day he couldn't Find care arrangements for the uh, for yeah. the puppy, yeah. and he couldn't come. And he was just like, but he he says that it is a in terms of like looking after. But he said it's the upside is way better because you have this being that loves you genuinely, yeah, unconditionally. unconditionally. Like there is you come no in, games. there's no <laughs> games. Like it's just Where's unconditional cats are Always out for. <laughs> yeah. I'm slightly shook of cats. You know, I'm trying to change that, but like I just I'm on edge. All the time, like I'm trying to I'm trying to love cats more, and I'm getting better. I love the the fluffy grey ones, mm. you know the I don't know the breed. If someone tell me if they know the breed, they're beautiful and they're like they're a bit more canine in their personality. Mm. Um, they're beautiful. Um, and they're fine. They're they're like a little bit chubby, but very good looking, like silver grey. Do you know the ones I'm talking. Another one you're talking so. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're so nice.
1: How do you feel about People naming their dogs after like people names. So you said your cousin's dog's called Ted, Th- uh, Thaddeus, oh, Thaddeus. Thaddeus. Wow. Thaddeus. Yeah, I just feel like, yeah. yeah, your your dog shouldn't have a people name. You know, if someone's like, oh yeah, I was just um, on a walk with like Tom. Like, <laughs> oh, like who's Tom? Is that like your brother? is like, no, it's my. So I, I mean, I don't even know what would constitute a dog's name i always think of like spike i mean i personally yeah. wouldn't call my dog spike but i guess even spike lee yeah. but um yeah i just find it a bit odd when they just got like
0: jordan had a cat called scrabble
1: yeah you see that's a that's a good pet yeah. name that in fact that's a perfect pet name or was it called scratch scrabble or scratch something like that yeah, that's better than like steve you know yeah <laughs> yeah but you're, you're
2: just if someone's calling their dog keith you're just yeah having it. <laughs> yeah strange all
1: their kids, Keith. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> it's funny
2: how names change, isn't it? Like over time, you're like you can um you can look um <coughs> at the history of names on the Office for National Statistics. There's some names that have just stayed yeah. um over the last hundred years, and then there's some names that have massively fallen off, and then there's some that have um recurred. It's all it's all very um very interesting, and is all the etymology of names is also very interesting as well because yeah. like all names mean something. Yeah. At some point, and I then the meanings get forgotten. Do you know the meaning of your name? Well, my name's a Yoruba name, so um, oh, yeah. it means um, God is always with me. Nice. But I don't, I'm going to look what Daniel means, because Daniel's my first name. Oh, nice. So I recently found out, I should have known this. my? Um,
0: so I had no idea. So Niaz, I was like, yeah, was like, probably like got an Arab root. It's not an Arabic word. It's actually Persian. All it right. means a gift. Found oh, that out a couple nice. months ago.
2: Daniel means uh, it's a Hebrew um, name, and it means God is my judge in Hebrew. Nice, but like no one calls their kid Daniel. Going, God is my judge. Yeah. Do, do you know what Shaquille means?
1: Honestly, I th- I think this is going to sound like a lie, but I'm pretty sure it means handsome. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay, I've just go- I've just
2: googled it? it what does it say? Shaquille is an Islamic name. It means little.
1: What? Oh my! <laughs> no, that sure is jokes that. No.
2: You could not be more wrong.
1: No, no, that's what that's what Shaquille O'Neal said. Though he doesn't know shit. Yeah, no, don't worry. Hey, you are very handsome,
0: mate. Don't worry.
1: Thanks, if, bro. If I appreciate. Your... B- b- bit little as well.
0: That. <laughs> that is jokes. But I guess that brings us to quite a, like a a nice
2: conclusion. Um, okay. For I've I've, I've looked at I've looked I've looked at it. Um, Again, Shaquille, the original spelling is S H A K E E L or Shaquille, K I L is a name of Arabic etymology that means handsome. I, I it. apologize. No I, it. I apologize no to way. my honourable
0: friend about. <laughs> no way. As if you've got an Arabic name.
1: Yeah, yeah That's what all I've, I've ever wanted, man. <laughs> Literally, I think um from what I understand, I so I was when I was born I was called Josh. Oh, right. Um, very, you, you, that's I su- That's such I like think. a mixed race name Isn't it Yeah but, um, So for like The first two weeks of life I'm pretty sure I was called Josh But then my dad It was around the time When the Lakers were killing it yeah. Kobe You are actually named after Shaq Not named after him per se But my, that's when my dad Heard the name And likes yeah. the name And was like Let's call him Shaquille Which call I think it's life. quite When I was younger I hated it I was like Why have I got like such a weird name But now that I'm older like It's so unique I have never met been, like One person in my life No
0: I think you've got a sure. nice name um, but Yeah I think that
1: does Bring us on to to our loose change quite nicely, yeah. Um, so I'll start us off because I've got one just to do with names. That I thought of as you were speaking. So I've got two in fact. So one of them I said to you before, yeah, and it was about Moët the champagne. Yeah, it's actually pronounced Moët.
0: Is it Moët? Moët. Yes. Really?
1: Yeah. So you think that it should be Moet But Sean Everyone Moet. always says oh Moët, like sounds kind of fancy, but I feel like it's a way of like
0: anglophiling anything which is like slightly. Um, art, like artistic <laughs> in pronunciation <laughs>
1: but it, I mean is it a region oh, I'm not even it sure but, yeah, like. apparently it wet. but it doesn't sound very fancy and then my other one was just going to be on the topic of names as well and how you were saying that names like change over time in terms of popularity so I believe that the name Wendy didn't exist before the film Peter Pan and then film Peter Pan had the the main girl was called Wendy, and I think that was just like a made up name at the time. Yeah. And after that, the popularity of the name just like rocketed. It seems like yeah. one of those names that's always been around. Yeah,
0: it does now, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's mental. Um, my loose change is um, people don't let dogs on your bed. <laughs> there's there's a, a hygiene issue when it comes to that, and there's a perception that you start to smell like your dog if you let your dog into your bed that but doesn't
1: surprise me because uh, it's not like dogs are being bathed like every night is it like, yeah it's exactly. quite the right thing to do so, so and
0: like yeah i think that would be it like i don't think you should let dogs onto your bed that's just my own bit
1: of loose change and to go one step further as well definitely no shoes on the bed <laughs> and also don't wear your outside clothes on your bed either. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I
2: do agree with that i think if you go on like The bus or the tube and you just you gently pat the seat for like ten seconds and you just seal like the dust and stuff. And then you go (laughs) (laughs) you go from there (laughs) and sit on your bed. Yeah. Like maybe over the duvet is like That's more acceptable. But when you're getting into
1: the Who's getting into bed with outside clothes? I think you'd be surprised, man. Just yeah, going back to my previous comments. <laughs> 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 oh my <laughs> day! <laughs> yeah. yeah, What yeah. about you two? Any loose change?
2: Not. Have to confess. Um, like, what's the loose change? Um, format. Like, what, what am I dropping here? Anything, bro? Just like know, you're a know, man like full like of knowledge.
1: Uh, yeah, a bit of knowledge, a joke. Uh, any preferences? Tip?
2: Um, I don't know. It's just I, I um. I bought a bit of um, tech this month. I uh, treated myself to a new smartwatch because I want to be able to pay by NFC, and I bought a new <laughs> phone as well. And I, I do think, to echo what Shaq said earlier on in the episode, there's nothing wrong with having the like p- penultimate version of stuff. Just yeah, um,
0: yeah, that's a good, that's a good
1: tip. Don't don't need to have the latest thing. Just yeah, you had uh, to
0: come in at the end and outdo mine and Shaq's.
2: <laughs> <laughs> These change.
1: No, I do think that's a fantastic tip. Yeah. Actually. I think with social media as well, people always feel like they need to have the latest um, version of something.
2: I li- I'll wait for the new thing to come out so that the price of the old thing goes down.
1: Yeah. That's
2: yeah. smart. Yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure as always, boys.
1: Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for hosting.